0: Nothing compares to paradise today on Podcast Magoria. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria. My name's Autumn, and I'm
1: James.
0: And today we are continuing with the musical section of our show and uh, reviewing uh, probably a horror musical that a lot of people didn't really um, think about.
1: Yeah, I I would definitely agree with that. (laughs) This one kind of falls to the wayside, I would say, compared to some of the other musicals like we listed in our last episode, um, as far as like, you know, popular Mm music movies and kind of even like structure wise like this one oh, yeah. doesn't really fall into the same category as a lot of things but definitely there's there's there, there's a lot to talk about for this one. Oh yeah yeah <laughs> and of course we are talking about
0: phantom of the paradise yes a
1: 1974 relatively obscure classic <laughs> um,
0: I I'm You know, it's starting to gain a little bit of a cult following. I see more and more people that I'm like, huh, can't believe they've seen it. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. They're referencing that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess it it should have at least some recognition uh, just because of the fact it's got a hell of a soundtrack.
0: Oh, yeah. And I mean, plus like Paul Williams, you know music producer extraordinaire like come on (laughs) yeah yeah
1: and also like for those that didn't know this was directed by Brian De Palma of Scarface and Carrie fame yeah
0: now that's weird
1: yeah yeah but
0: you kind of you can kind of tell that it's his style
1: yeah yeah well this is uh yeah I mean still very 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 early on in his filming Mm -hmm. career and and so there's a lot of experimental shots and a lot of stuff that you go oh okay i see it like we're starting to kind of get what will become like that style yeah and uh and so kind of exciting but there's also a lot of moments where i go god what what happened here (laughs) what's (laughs) up with this editing uh and we'll get a little bit into that as we go on of course this movie also stars uh jessica harper
0: Yes. Horror queen.
1: Yes. uh, As as well as some other little people here and there, you know. um, My excitement overflowed with uh, the character Beef being portrayed (laughs) by Bud the Chud himself. Yeah,
0: and also, um, you know, Jace Sherman's dad (laughs) on The Critic, which that was like a, wait, what? Bud the Chud is related to The Critic just because of that? Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, so um, a lot of little things about this that makes it charming, Easter egg-wise, and also something to really take into consideration is there's some scenes and themes throughout this movie that you'll see kind of get emulated or maybe even snagged in later Mm -hmm. horror musicals which i'll get around to pointing those out Mm -hmm. uh as we go on but let's uh let's tempt the listeners no further and start to dig in um into this one
0: yeah it starts like a lot of 70s movies do Mm -hmm. where we get narration of what's going on what's been happening and we pretty much just get the backstory of our main antagonist. Yes. Uh, Swan, the music producer, played by Paul Williams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, he just grew up as a musical prodigy. He's looking for the next big thing, essentially. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it sets a tone where you go, oh, yeah, all right. Like, this is something that you'll, if you watch any musicals, um, especially someone like the rock operas and such mm-hmm. like this is what you always kind of get yeah is somebody doing a little like our story begins with blah 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 kind of <laughs> playing catch up yeah sometimes in horror movies especially um when a movie starts with explaining what you're about to watch you kind of go oh
0: <laughs> yeah i usually go "Uh oh we yeah. need exposition this is this is gonna be a mess
1: yeah <laughs> um, once the intro is done, uh, the opening song begins uh, by the uh, in-film band, the Juicy Fruits. Could they not afford Shana na like, what
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking, because it's like, you know, one of those shoe-wop songs, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, a little heavy on the guitar, a little, little beachy vibe. Yeah. And this is a weird performance to open the movie on because, I mean, you know, we're seeing these greasy boys dance and sing. Oh, that's normal. And then, like, just becomes more and more unhinged as it goes along. Uh, Ultimately, uh, ending with the singer shooting himself up with his microphone, emulating he's doing heroin or something. It's it's, (laughs) it's
1: a journey with that one. It it is.
0: It is. And the whole audience clapped though, <laughs> <laughs>
1: along with a pair of mysterious white gloves. Okay, I don't. Let me let me start po- poking poking holes mm-hmm. a little bit with the filming of, of this movie, or like some of the concepts and stuff. Is it's always so weird to me? Like, there's a lot of moments in this film where they present stuff as if it's supposed to be a mystery, or as if it's a secret. Like, yeah, like because the gloves belong to Swan. Who you almost expect to be never actually seen, just heard, and you just see his gloves.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it... and with how mysterious he sounded mm-hmm. from the beginning of the movie, yeah. I, I didn't know that it was gonna be the
1: Paul Williams
0: character. Yeah. Really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I expected him to be in the
1: shadows. It's also really peculiar because um, this is one of the few scenes where you have a character talking to camera. Where mm-hmm. you're in a POV yeah. situation, yeah, of Philbin. Swan. yeah, yeah, Philbin, yeah, uh, yeah, Philbin, the like, I guess, like stage manager or yeah, I couldn't road tell, manager.
0: I couldn't tell necessarily what his uh, musical role is if he's just like handler, yeah, um,
1: music goon,
0: music goon, yeah, <laughs>
1: like the head music goon, yeah, because he yeah. got the rest of the little goon soldiers, well,
0: and like he's like you know doing outfits and stage props and stuff like that at one point so it's like okay i guess he just does a little bit of everything
1: he is the uh the tool of swan
0: yes (laughs) Um,
1: yeah he's uh talking to swan about basically like in the preparation of the opening of the paradise which in the narration um they explained that swan's gonna be opening up the paradise which is gonna be basically a music equivalent of like disney world or something like that this Mm -hmm. huge venue that it's gonna have out of this world acts and that's what he's ultimately doing is he's trying to um find that next big thing uh to open the the uh the venue with and um juicy fruits is his most successful band Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like okay maybe it's the juicy fruits they mention a an artist that i i thought we were going to see on screen um, named yeah. Annette
0: yeah i was like okay maybe this is Jessica Harper's character because right. they're like talking so bad about her like mm-hmm. oh she's too popular blah 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 we're going to have to take care of her yeah And it's like, I thought you guys
1: wanted somebody really popular to be working for you anyway, but okay. And and then (laughs) um, their little meeting is interrupted by a man uh, playing a piano. This is uh, one of our main characters, Winslow Leach. And he's singing uh, slash playing his song Faust, uh, (laughs) which is just like a nice, like it's a, it's a, it's a solid song. Another solid song. Like, yeah,
0: and I absolutely love his voice.
1: Yes, yeah,
0: he, he's got a great like seventies rock voice for sure. Um, and of course, Swan's impressed by this performance. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I need that man up here right now." Yeah. And once once they get him up there, you know, they're just kind of explaining, "Ah, oh, you just need a little polishing." Yeah. You know, give us this music, and we'll polish it up.
1: Yeah, as uh, Philbin ends up having a meeting with Winslow, he's just like, "Oh, well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take your music, and the uh, the juicy fruits are gonna make quick work of it." And he's just like, Winslow loses his shit. He's just yeah. like, you, "How <laughs> Absolutely dare you? Not. <laughs> no, no, they cannot take uh, touch my music. My music is my music, and such." And he's like, "All right, all right, cool, cool, your jets, man." it's okay we got you just we'll get some meetings going on and mm-hmm. we'll see what happens and mr. Swan he'll he'll get you taken care of one, one month, month later, later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. yeah the To say the least, that doesn't happen. Winslow goes to the uh, record company a month later to be like, well, hey, guys, how's it going? How's the music coming along? (laughs) And he's on a list of do not let in people. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I meant to write down, because the list of... Celebrities and names and stuff, like there's this big roller deck yeah, I meant and, to look, and it was all sorts of crazy acts, and i I and it wasn't just musicians it was it was some like other like actors and such mm-hmm. which I think it's supposed to give you a hint as far as like how far the reaches of Swan go, right um but yeah he gets he gets the boot and then uh proceeds to to he oh, gets he the boot yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then
0: he sees um.
1: I'm guessing it's Swan because I kind
0: of missed who he saw get in the car.
1: Okay, so, uh, like, let me, let me again poke some holes. <laughs> <laughs> Is the editing, this this first little bit with um, with uh, Winslow and Swan and all that, I don't know what, what was going on or mm-hmm. if there's other scenes that just didn't make it into the movie or uh-huh. what, but like, oh, it's sloppy it's real and very confusing yeah
0: this part was a little sloppy because he goes in goes out see the sees a car taxi follow that car
1: yeah and then we're at another similar looking building yeah yeah i i'm assuming it's it's uh it's swan's mansion and but then like You know, he he sneaks in again, ultimately. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's when he sees all the women. Yeah, it's like a
0: cacophony of singing as soon as he walks in, because all these women are auditioning for the new song, the new paradise that's coming out, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, Amongst all these uh, women warbling away, um, (laughs) he notices one smooth voice amongst the crowd. And that smooth voice belongs to Phoenix, mm-hmm. Jessica Harper's character,
0: yeah, <laughs> you know he's like, oh, where do you what are you singing?" and gets her to sing a little bit, and he sings along, and she's just like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing. How do you know the song already? <laughs> well, I wrote it <laughs>
1: yeah. and she's like, "Well, that doesn't make sense because it's Swan's song. And it's like no well." I mean, we have a deal. We have a contract. Yeah, I'm fixing to go talk to him right now. (laughs) And and then she's just like, "Well, do you mind helping me, you know, learn the piece better since you wrote it?" And he's like, "Absolutely, you know." And so they kind of start to form this like kinship. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when it comes to be Phoenix's turn to go in to audition, Winslow is grappled and Mm -hmm. quote kicked out again. But somehow gets past the guards anyway. Yeah,
0: it's like they only dropped him off at this, like, little back hallway. Yeah. They're like, ah, you can find the rest of the way out.
1: Yeah. Now, when Phoenix goes to the um, audition room, it turns out that it ain't singing that's gonna be getting the girls chose. It's a casting couch situation.
0: Yeah, we hear her, like, immediately scream when she goes into that room, and we yeah. see her run out past Winslow.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, he gets carried out by the guards again.
1: Yeah, he gets carried out by the guards <laughs> again, and then it goes to, like, this big round... Waterbed with women mm-hmm. writhing around and talking about.
0: Literally writhing around because yeah. they're supposed to be like trying to act sexy with one another, but they're literally just. Writhing this like one, ac- be... one accidentally picks up the sheet with her while she's yeah. writhing. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. This was supposed to be an orgy scene, and uh-huh. it is it. It's like a high school production of Caligula. It's just like <laughs> it's like a bunch of people that are uncomfortable. I, I was
0: gonna say they just seemed really uncomfortable yeah. with touching yeah. one another. There might
1: be two actresses in the mix that are just like, oh yeah, I've done you know Shakespeare in the Park. I can handle this. <laughs> I was in the same room as someone doing a production of pippin um and and, yeah, so, but amongst all the writhing women, Winslow's there again with um
0: a dress on, but. In the previous scene, when he got taken out by the guards, he asked them, hey, where's the nearest department store? Yeah. So in that second.
1: <laughs> he found, I, d- I guess yeah. there's one next door.
0: I don't know what <laughs> happened, but he <laughs> found himself a dress. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, he managed to sneak back in. Swan comes in winslow's just like oh mr swan i gotta talk to you and of course swan's just like get this guy out of here well he
0: uses a slur slur. Um, (laughs) so watch out for that if you're watching and don't like the f slur
1: yeah um and so then winslow gets kicked out for who knows how many of of times uh (laughs) at this point uh, which then swan goes into the middle of the women and um the writhing continues
0: yeah we see winslow wake up he's outside um he's been beaten up pretty good like his eye like he's got a shiner it it's more than it's more than a shiner because it's like it's like cut yeah open like it's so bad it looks gross and we have two cops that i was like okay so if we remade this this is going to be key and peel because the one cop (laughs) <laughs> looks very similar. <laughs> yeah. to Jordan. Yeah. Um but anyway, and uh they end up, you know, they're checking on him and by the end they
1: end up planning some
0: crack on him.
1: Yes, they end up putting some smack on him as they put it. Oh, you've got smack. some smack. Uh
0: I can't remember what <laughs> what uh street lingo they used for it, yes. but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um immediately Winslow is then hauled off to Sing Sing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, of all the prisons to get s- sent to for smack, he gets sent to Sing Sing. And six months later, <laughs> he overhears on one of the guards' radios um a song of his playing, and he goes apeshit. Yes. Literally, because he is screaming like, I've never heard a person scream. Yeah he's on a rampage
1: yeah just okay like bless the actor playing winslow (laughs) he's such a gangly doofus Uh and and so he's trying to rip stuff apart and not and it's it's unsuccessful and this is such a wacky ass scene when he's escaping from the the prison factory because like everyone's just kind of kind of grabbing at him and somehow he's getting away and then he like launches himself onto a cardboard box not into a cardboard mm-hmm. box onto it which it immediately collapses and then he goes down the chute and then it goes to like a delivery truck driving through the city and the box fall a perfectly sealed box <laughs> in perfect condition rolls out the back and then he pops out of it and then continues on his rampage.
0: Yeah, what? he's just tearing <laughs> stuff up as he goes.
1: Yeah. Like he he goes uh to the death records building and just runs around and tears shit up. He's just all over the place and then finally finds himself over at a uh, a record press which I guess he was going to try to sabotage. I, I'm not really sure. Because it almost uh, looked yeah. like he was going to climb into it. Yeah,
0: I'm not really sure. But he ends up getting his face smushed. And he's like, he runs outside. And he's just going and going like yeah. painfully <laughs> Yeah. until he falls in the water.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. he so, never
0: stops to go, oh, ow, this really hurts. He's just like, oh, this whole
1: sequence it's feels crazy. It well feels like a trauma movie. It, it does. It's like when Melvin gets, you know thrown into the the uh, toxic waste in Toxic and, Avenger.
0: And you know, they might have gotten some inspiration yeah. um, from trauma, but trauma does it in a way where it's supposed to be like, Ha ha! This is so ridiculous. It's yeah. funny. In this though, it feels like we're supposed to be like, "Oh man, he's crazy."
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. And <laughs> and to dig in a little bit to that, um, you know, and and to talk about the overall look and feel for the movie, there. This is a great example of going, "Oh, that's right. This is supposed to be a horror comedy." Mm-hmm. But there's so many things about it that. It doesn't. It doesn't really fit that. Yeah, category. yeah. There's certain scenes
0: where you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be laughing." Yeah, ha ha ha. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's the way that they acted. Yeah, because
1: it's it, it's they're pretty either solemn or kind of serious in each of the scenes. Yes, and and that's the, I guess that's the part of it is like with the exception of maybe you know one character. Um, th- like most of them, yeah, like they act, they're all the straight man. Mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's all these situations that like there should that shouldn't be the th- case. And it's just like they never really figured out how or why mm-hmm. and, and and a lot of like reviews I read um after watching the movie, oh, um, like from like when it was released and stuff and, and like critic reviews and stuff, which is a lot of them going, well, the problem with this is it's supposed to be a horror comedy, like a parody of the music industry and all that. Mm -hmm. And though it does go through all the bases as far as kind of pointing out, you know, all the things that kind of that are messed up about the music industry. Mm -hmm. It's hard to make the it's, it's hard to make it over the top and funny because rock and roll in the music industry is already ridiculous. And so it, it, it's so they just, it was a, it's a tall order Um, Now, another thing I want to mention is about the record press scene. Uh Ah, yes, yes. So the actor who played Winslow was deathly afraid of the record record press machine because they used a real one, the the actual studio one.
0: Yeah, I would be scared too.
1: (laughs) And so they fitted it with foam and then they also put chalks in it so that there would be no way that it could actually press on his head. And so when it came to the time of filming it, like, he puts his head in, the thing starts to close, um, the chalks fail, uh, because record-pressing machine, it's strong, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I don't know what they used to try to block it off, but it it did, yeah, it it crushed it with no problem, and uh, one of the, um, like, ADs, like, had to grab the actor playing Winslow and, like, Pull him out real quick. He almost actually got mutilated. Uh his worst nightmare almost came true. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> this almost became a documentary. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's absolutely to get back on track here, it it is insane this little like sequence Mm -hmm. of Winslow's rampage and then falling into the water and then a newspaper. Yeah. Explaining what you just saw.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Making sure that, you know, that he's supposed to be dead. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Like looking back and realizing, Oh yeah, this is supposed to be a comedy. That scene was supposed to be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I did not laugh one time.
1: (laughs) I was horrified. Yeah. But not, (laughs) for him i was horrified by how it was filmed
0: yes <laughs> yes um immediately after this scene we get a uh, first person view yeah uh heavy breathing huh i wonder who it is
1: yeah um it's such a it's a weird choice because of the fact that it's not like he's sneaking around no he's walking past <laughs> people <laughs> just, just because, like, hey what's
0: up guys yeah
1: and it's so funny because the fact that everyone's like mortified by whatever it is that they're seeing. Yeah. And um and the the breathy uh POV goes up like side stairs and through like a back entrance and stuff. More people see it. Mhm. And then eventually you know, the camera goes into a um uh, into a wardrobe area where it's very obvious it's Winslow. I mean, well, it was obvious to begin with, mm-hmm. but you see his dirty white sleeve as he's reaching up to grab an outfit and then grab uh, the iconic uh, mask. Mm-hmm.
0: So now that we've established that Winslow might or might not actually be dead, <laughs> um, let's see what's going on at the rehearsals. Yeah. Um which I mean, we we kind of see what Winslow's up to on top of rehearsals. It's one of those double um, double scenes.
1: This is I I absolutely love this sequence.
0: Yeah, I like I always like it when movies do this.
1: Yeah, it yeah it's it's the it's good old two cameras at one time. Um, it is very fascinating. You see that the Phantom has put a placed a bomb mm-hmm. in um in like the stage car ultimately all while this you know beach boys-esque song upholstery (laughs) is playing um and it's it's clear that it's all the same people that played the juicy fruits but it's supposed to be a different band
0: yeah um and if this is supposed to be faust then they have completely butchered (laughs) what he what he made (laughs) yeah
1: um and so yeah like they're doing their little boppy song there's one of the um members of the band is having a freak out. He's like, I don't want to be here, man. I don't want to do this. And 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 Phil Benner Goon. Yeah. He's like, hey, don't worry. Here's just some smack. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> starts giving him drugs to calm down. <laughs> and all the while you hear the ticking going on, the camera's kind of panning around. Like when one camera is still on what's happening, the other camera is always just kind of moving mm-hmm. around and showing the environment. Which
0: that's why I like this particular way that they did it because it doesn't make it confusing. Some yeah. movies do this, and it's like there's too much going on. yeah,
1: this was just incredibly um engaging it was,
0: it was well thought out, yeah the way that they played it out. It, yeah. was, it was good.
1: It was easily one of my favorite parts of the film just because of the way it was fi- uh, done mm-hmm. um, because I just I just love the fact that like, yeah, finally, like the bomb goes off and you see. In the two frames, like, you see that Swan was watching and sees that, uh, you see him see the the phantom mm-hmm. disappear into the shadows. And Swan um, doesn't seem so upset about it, also. Yeah,
0: he, he definitely has a look about him that, I know something's up. Yeah. And he immediately goes to his little secret, not so secret room. Yes. Um, to review the footage and for some reason the cameraman had foresight to um, you know do the zoom up into the rafters where the phantom was
1: yeah it's really <laughs> amusing that whenever Swan is reviewing his because he's a he's a voyeur you know he films everything he films everything. everything yeah Um, but it's amazing because every time he goes back to look at the footage it's the it's the footage from the movie yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it just happens to be the exact thing he needs to see
1: yeah, yeah. Um, um
0: when I said that Swan's room is secret, not so secret, um, is because immediately um the phantom shows up and yeah. picks him up and is like, What are you doing with my music? <laughs> of course he sounds like all garbled and like yeah. yeah.
1: And um Swan is just like, Oh, Winslow, it's you know, <laughs> Hey, Winslow, how's it going? Yeah. yeah he's very duh. cool. Yeah. He's just like, there's no mystery here. I know that it's you and you sound like shit and having a hard time talking, huh? Well, that sucks. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's strike up a new deal. I'll, uh, We'll do things your way this time. We'll make sure that you get who you want to sing and, and we'll make a big act and it'll be all how you like it. And, and yeah, it's just, it's such a weird... It's just, why would... Why would Winslow agree to it? Like why would Winslow go? I oh know. yeah, no, this is good.
0: I don't know. He keeps doing it throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's always like, "Yeah, you know I mean, what? You haven't screwed me over yet."
1: That's right. You're not the reason why I went to sing-sing and and ultimately <laughs> why I'm this creature you see before you.
0: Um um he kind of lets them watch the auditions because mm-hmm. um, he specifically wants Phoenix to sing the songs, of course. And um, I- I'm like, wow, we're doing more auditions for this one part. That's amazing. <sighs> so Phoenix does walk up. They're kind of like, uh, are you sure you want to be here? And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I'm a singer, not a screamer. Yeah. And, you know, she shows off her ability. And of course, Winslow's like, yeah, that's the one. That's
1: yeah. It's and it's a solid like solid Jessica Harper performance. Yeah. As, you know, no surprise there.
0: Yeah, it's actually one of the songs that um I've had on my Spotify for quite a while now. Um just because I don't know, I think her voice sounds really good in this song.
1: Oh yeah. It then goes to later on Winslow is in this like little studio booth yeah like a
0: recording booth yeah
1: which is uh i found out is a real it's a real Hmm. i thought was nonsense because they got these switches and shit everywhere yeah
0: it looks like a fake uh computer like a fake movie computer yeah as it
1: turns out that's actually uh one giant unit oh wow that yeah it was (laughs) special i (laughs) care what it was called but yeah like it was a big deal for its time uh so was kind of neat but yeah like so he's singing in this horrible robot voice
0: yeah yeah they uh they kind of play with levels until Mm -hmm. he finally sounds semi-normal
1: yeah
0: but i'm i'm like rocking out to his robot voice the entire time like i'm like this sounds great
1: well i just think that's amazing that swan essentially um, invented auto-tune i know it's
0: amazing (laughs) Swan and Winslow end up going over the new contract, Mm -hmm. um, going over the clauses and whatnot. And Winslow has a lot of questions yeah. about what's in these
1: clauses because
0: a lot of them are really confusing, mm-hmm. kind of go in a circle on their meaning. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. And Swan's just like, no, 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 kid. It, it's, it's all for your protection. Yeah, it's all for your protection. Nothing to worry no, about. Yeah, nothing to worry about. It. about it. Just, just sign. Yeah. And Inks make sure you no, sign in blood. Yeah. yeah. Ink's <laughs> no good. Uh, it's blood that I need. Um. So uh, the, the deal is hashed out. Winslow continues to write out his masterpiece.
0: Yep, and uh, Swan goes off to his secret, not so secret room, <laughs> and does he feel guilty? Like, what's the emotion here?
1: That's that was the the part that was very confusing. Is because um...
0: we're hearing like you know the previous scenes' dialogue over him, kind of looking like, ah, crap! Did I really just do that?
1: Did I really just screw this guy again? Or yeah. yeah,
0: I'm not sure what exactly he's supposed to be feeling. Yeah,
1: as all this, like, kind of like a little montage goes on, it ends up, we end up seeing uh, Swan's ridiculous record desk, <laughs> which um, the question that needs to be asked is how does he get into it?
0: Uh, I was trying to figure it out. I like to imagine he's, he gets, he just climbs up, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and, scuttles like to the middle
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> just falls in yeah and pops up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or yeah. does he
0: have a little tunnel underneath yeah i was that... thinking that he
1: has a little tunnel that he goes in <laughs> or maybe there's like a little thing like a stairs that go up and then stairs that come oh, up
0: or maybe um from the room above there yeah. he sits in a little chair and it just goes
1: <laughs> that could be yeah.
0: <laughs> the I don't know these are
1: endless. I don't
0: know, listener, how do yeah. you think he gets into yeah. this weird uh, table? All I
1: know is none of it's practical. Yes. Uh, for I,
0: such a little tiny
1: man even. Yes. <laughs> uh, I do like this sequence because of the fact that it's him choosing the acts that are going to sing the songs. And mm-hmm. so it goes through a couple of different bands and you get to hear different musical styles. It's
0: so cool to hear this particular song as all the different Mm -hmm. like genres and i just like hearing how each of the bands kind of make it their own
1: yes eventually coming to the final act which is um super rock star um super personality beef (laughs) that's who i want to listen to beef (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
0: it goes well with cream (laughs) (laughs) time passes and um swan is swan's giving a public announcement about the show at an airport and this is where he also introduces to the world beef
1: yes now the eagle-eyed viewer might notice something weird about the uh pedestal that um yeah, that, that Swan is uh, speaking from, um, because oddly enough, the Death Records logo was just kind of floating you know, <laughs> superimposed in front of. It. But if you're wondering why uh, it's like <laughs> this, it's because originally it was going to be called Swan Song Records. Mm -hmm. but they could not do that because that was the name of the record label for Led Zeppelin. And Mm. they were like, no, you can't do that. And Mm. so a lot of stuff got refilmed and whatnot.
0: Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Kind of the root of a lot of musicians problems back in the day. If you (laughs) ask me. Yep.
1: (laughs) Turns out they don't have a whole lot of love. (laughs) We check back in with Winslow and Swan and we get a classical line.
0: Oh, yeah, we get the famous Thursday line. Hmm, what day is it? Thursday, it's Thursday. Yeah, yeah I don't know why that's the thing that everybody took from that movie, yeah. but I, I always enjoy seeing it.
1: <laughs> well, Thursday's uh, means it's drug time, uh, where uh, Swan ends up drugging up Winslow to a stupor, and Swan is able to snatch up the finished product. Mm-hmm.
0: Well... Winslow's still under the pres- impression right now that he's going to be singing, and he's going to be singing with Phoenix on the stage.: Yep. Meanwhile, they've been doing rehearsals and prop making and all this stuff under under his nose, I guess.: Yeah, I yeah.
1: Under his beak. <laughs> under his beak.: <laughs> <laughs> We just get to see a lot of beef having a hard time with with the subject. Material for the song, yeah. They're just like, well, you have to do it different, and he's just like, I can do it. I can sing it, you know. And (laughs) throws a little bit of a fit, and and, uh, and does the song, which. Is, is so, it's so funny when he, like, flops down.
0: Yeah, and he can't get back up <laughs> from shoes. those shoes. Yes. Now, there was the comedy. Yeah, there we go. Good job, guys. Finally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the, one of the scenes where I was like, oh, yeah, right. That, that's right. This is supposed to be a funny movie. It's supposed to
0: be funny. Supposed We're be supposed funny. to be laughing. Uh, I will say, too, that freaking Bud the Chud, I can't believe he also has an amazing rock
1: voice. I sincerely wish that this movie would have been more musical oh, yeah. than it actually is. Yeah. Where the characters actually got to sing what was going on. And yeah. Such.
0: Had their moment. Yeah.
1: Because, because all yeah, these little snippets of them singing, I'm like, Oh my God. They gosh. have amazing voices. You have a great cast of people yeah. that, that really can belt it out. And unfortunately they don't really get utilized as much mm-hmm. as they need to. And I think the most frustrating part of that is the fact that, realistically, who you hear the most from is the frickin' Juicy Fruits. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh,
0: true, so true. (laughs) Well, I guess there was just a few more pages of the musical that needed to be snatched up, mm -hmm. and this time, Winslow's getting bricked up.
1: Yep, getting bricked up and, and swindled again poor winslow
0: <laughs> yeah uh he he wakes up to see the bricks and um he shits a brick yeah. <laughs> we get again the wild screaming and him like going on a rampage yeah. breaking through the brick wall
1: yeah um beef hears the scream is just like i gotta get the fuck out of here this place is cursed it's
0: haunted yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which
0: Okay, now we're getting our panel of the Opera yeah, okay. references. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, okay, cool, cool. We're almost there. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Beef ends up uh, taking a shower to kind of, you know, clear his head. See if it calms his nerves. Yeah. And um, Winslow pulls a psycho on him <laughs> and tells him, Listen, you, if you ever sing one of my songs again, I will kill you. These songs are not meant for you. And Beef's just like, hey, buddy, I got it. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, what Whatever you want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would be, too, yes. if this crazy man was <laughs> talking to me how
1: he was. Well, that's what he gets for singing in the shower. He couldn't hear the killer.
0: <gasps> Wendy Williams, you're here in the <laughs> studio with us today. <laughs> I hope one of the listeners gets that. Um
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: So um, we now have Beef running for his life out yeah. the door, um, barely dressed. Yeah, in
1: a Santa coat.
0: Yeah, he's in, he's in his nice, fluffy Santa coat. And Philbin just happens to catch him and he's like, what's going on? And this is when Beef is like, look, this place is haunted. There's Phantom. He mm-hmm. told me, don't sing. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. And Phil Boone's like, the hell you are. This is opening night. Yeah. You get your ass back in there and sing. Yeah,
1: do some drugs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it
0: all it always boils down yeah. to do some drugs.
1: Yeah, and Beef's just like, I don't want to do these. These are downers, man. <laughs> so
0: the show goes on, mm-hmm. the band performs, and um, as they're going, it's yet another unhinged performance yes. because we start seeing the band members like, tearing people apart yeah but eventually we start to realize oh this is all part of the act because they're making a frankenstein's monster situation mm-hmm. out of the parts of the fans
1: yes um okay rocky Horror. rocky har much
0: uh, yeah. yeah that's what this i was thinking
1: thing i was just like so the question comes to mind uh-huh who influenced who
0: right did the stage production have this look to it? Because yeah. that came out before this.
1: Yeah, and but... then a
0: year later, Rocky Horror comes out after Phantom. Yeah, so and because
1: like because uh, okay, and and what we're really poking at is um,
0: specifically the the, the tank. Thing, yeah, the tank that they make the mm-hmm. monster
1: in. Yeah, um, because it rises up and yeah. then it comes down and it's just like this it's it just it feels very and like plus, um
0: i mean the freaking lady that's dancing on the stage grabbing the parts looks yeah. like a uh, magenta
1: yeah yeah there's like i don't know it's um, got the vibe it's, it's got the same vibe it's got a very similar vibe and it was just like uh oh like um, <laughs> did somebody that worked for the Film, like one of the films, because, like, when they show Swan's mansion, mm-hmm. it also the way it's shot mm-hmm. is very similar. To the the manner in um, in Rocky Horror could
0: also. have been like the same prop people worked be. on it. Maybe. I don't know. There's something about this that's just, just something... like
1: because like the whole movie up to this point you go God this feels similar. This seems so familiar yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, and then you get to this shot, and then um, you know once the the thing lowers, Beef pops out. He's the Frankenstein's monster. And he's faces. fabulous. He's fabulous. He's kind of got this like. Rocky, uh, post, uh, uh, Rose Tint My World. Yeah. Like.
0: Yeah. He's like a mix of Rocky and, uh, Frankenfurter now. Like in, uh, just like the charisma oozing from him and everything. Yeah. You know? Um,
1: and so it's just really, I don't know, but again, phenomenal voice mm-hmm. this number is so great
0: and he looks so cool yes <laughs> um,
1: because he got the the, lo- the little bloody lines where the where his arms are supposed to be connected and yeah, stuff. And and, yeah and it's
0: glittery blood he's got
1: this yeah he's got glitter in his hair and, ah, and, stuff.
0: and red glitter lips yeah he just looks so cool
1: and uh and so he's doing his performance and of course all the while uh, Winslow is just like, <laughs> <laughs> and he ends up sneaking up into the rafters and uh, throws down a lightning bolt, <laughs> Which... also kind of a rocky heart. Yeah, thing. also kind of rocky heart. But it, it's
0: funny though. <laughs> yeah, here's another beef. humorous oh, my part. God. Because when he gets hit by the lightning ball, he's, of course, getting electrocuted and he's making all sorts of like crazy faces. It's very
1: Frank and Hooker. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, like the the editing for this shot, it's because it kind of keeps going to like freeze frame and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's just cutting these crazy faces. It, and I think the thing that's the most uh, entertaining to me about that is all the while this is happening, um, The singing's still going on? Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, the crowd is still going oh, wild. Oh, my God. The
1: crowd thinks this is all a big part of the show, even it, it, though he's now a smoldering wreck.
0: In fact, they're, like, going even crazier than yeah. ever. Uh, so they end up sending Phoenix out to uh, kind of calm down the crowd. Yeah. I mean, she's got kind of a downer song to sing. <laughs> yes, she so. does. Yeah,
1: yeah. It kind of... Um, it
0: brings the energy so down after go, that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, this song should have been one of the short ones. Oh, um, yeah. As much as I love Jessica Harper. Yeah.
0: And how much I love her voice.
1: Um, this kind of kills the movie. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it, and so then the like this back half is, is almost trying to pull you back in because mm-hmm. as a viewer, you just go, well, fuck, like I just saw this happen. And now the sad sap songs going mm-hmm. on. And it doesn't make sense. To the care. It doesn't make sense. It's yeah. Just, like none of it makes sense.
0: Um. Despite the calming performance, mm-hmm. the crowd is still going absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Um, we now see Phoenix and Swan uh, in her dressing room, and he's just like, oh, my gosh, did you You're see gonna that saying, crowd? Yeah. You're going to be the biggest star yeah. ever. He uh.
1: seduces her with fame.
0: Yeah, this whole time he's he's been telling her, oh, all I want is your voice. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know that's not all you want. Ew, you gross perv. Yeah. Ew, this is gross. And this time, though, she's like, oh, are you sure that's all you want is my voice? <laughs> and then,
1: the, like, just... Paul yeah, Williams doesn't need to be trying to be sexy. No, no. <laughs> Sorry to all you Paul Williams fans. Yeah, out there I I'm don't like, know if
0: there's any Paul Williams fangirls that listen to this, but, <laughs> but not yeah. our type at yeah, least, no. okay? Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: No shame <laughs> to those that might want that, but yipes. Uh, but, okay, so another similarity though. Um, this feels very shock treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, where here we are again, Jessica Harper playing a character that gets seduced by the idea of fame Uh and her personality changes on a dime it does and uh and suddenly she's really into it
0: after swan tells her you know meet me at my place um she gets stressed and walks out and she's met with like a horde Mm -hmm. of screaming fans like it's almost like scary yeah um this is this is one of the scenes that i was like okay that's a little spooky Mm -hmm.
1: yeah there's the horror
0: there's the horror. Um I mean there's been elements throughout. It's, yeah. It's a it's a, as horror as a musical can get, I guess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see. We see Winslow kind of beckon mm-hmm. uh Phoenix into the shadows with him and when he gets her up to the roof, she's just kind of like what what the hell are you yeah (laughs) essentially they look down and see that the crowd is just like beyond uh calming down now like they show beef getting uh carted off in an ambulance and uh we go down into the crowd and see phil and swan in their car just caught up in in the middle and You know, Phil's kind of like, ah, I don't know about this. This is crazy. And Swan's like, no, this is amazing. Yeah, We couldn't have asked for anything more than a crowd like this. This is phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Winslow ends up uh, revealing to Phoenix who he is and tells her that, You know, that he wrote the music for her Mm -hmm. and that it's all supposed to be all for her. But yeah. Yeah.
0: He like spills his heart out to
1: her. And she's like, yipes, get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Despite all of that, that he just said, she's ultimately like, ew, you're gross. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She just she runs down um, and goes, the creep's up there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Straight up tells on him. Yeah
1: they end up going to Swan's place, which uh, it's kind of a neat shot again, kind of uh, adjacent to Rocky horror, but it's a, it's a neat shot of the, uh, of the, of the manor. Mm -hmm. And you see uh, the silhouette of Winslow on top of it, sneaking around. Mm -hmm. And uh, he ends up peeping uh, through the skylight above Mm -hmm. Swan's bedroom and Swan and Phoenix are in bed together. And, F- creepy it's creepy yeah, and not the yeah. fun way folks in yeah the, we just ugh.
0: we just see too much of them kissing and then we see uh swan turn on one of his tvs and it just so happens that the camera is right at the right angle to see that winslow is watching them and of course swan's swan, really into it yeah he's getting a kick out of it he's yeah. kissing harder and stuff ugh. yeah it's weird um, <laughs>
1: What you might think is the end of the movie happens, uh, which is uh, Winslow pulls out a knife and stabs himself in a chest. Uh Aha! But this is not the end of the story.
0: No, yeah, it turns out in that contract, uh, there was a clause that was, uh, the contract ends with Swan.
1: Exactly. So So
0: that means Swan can bring him back to life, even if he kills himself. Yeah. Um, until Swan either kills himself or someone kills Swan.
1: Yeah. And Winslow ends up stabbing Swan. And he's just like, foolish boy. Like, I'm under contract too. Ha 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 <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Mr. De Palma and, and and everybody else involved in making the movie was just like, shit, we need to wrap this up.
0: Crap. Uh, <laughs> what else could we put in here? Oh, oh, I know. We need a reference to the portrait of Dorian Gray. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which
0: is what we find out in this next scene uh because Winslow finds himself back at the recording studio yeah. back in Swan's Heidi room. Mm-hmm. We now see Swan's contract signing. Yeah. And um we had kind of found out from a, a few moments ago that Swan hasn't changed in years.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's got <laughs> eternal youth. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's 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 a very muddy okay, too much hap- like too much happens in this little chunk of time because you've got Winslow watching um, Swan's uh, contract signing, like mm-hmm. his origin story. Um, we have um, the introduction of this concept that uh, Swan hasn't aged a day since high school, uh, based off of the locket from his high school sweetheart,
0: who it just happens to be in the crowd of wild fans. Yeah,
1: Swan is also plotting the. The assassination of Phoenix. uh yeah. To to make make the paradise even more popular than it already is. Yeah. All this is supposed to take place while they're uh, getting married on stage, which should have been enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. But how all that happens is Winslow sees the tape. Yeah. Of Swan's contract. So, during that. Swan was fixing to kill himself because he just couldn't be youthful anymore. Yeah. He was jealous of youth, blah, blah, blah. The devil hears him, says, hey, instead of you killing yourself, I'll sign this contract with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we
1: got our Faustian-like uh, uh, situation, too. Yeah,
0: oh, and just... he has a portrait that he has to keep alive. Yeah. And uh, just... Literally the portrait of Dorian Gray <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> to keep his youth. And then we see... Winslow's contract. Yeah. Huh, that's crazy. We already saw how this plays out. Why are we seeing this too? Well, it's because we also need to see Phoenix sign her contract. Yeah.
1: And all the while, they put like this kind of like creepy voice effect over uh, Swan when he's when he's talking about the the contract yeah. and stuff, where it's Which like, oh, maybe it was, oh, it was maybe supposed, it's supposed to show, yeah, yeah, that
0: the devil was there the entire time, and maybe that's why Swan was guilty earlier yeah. because it wasn't actually him, maybe. i don't know (laughs) Uh, yeah who knows uh they didn't
1: focus too hard on that clearly since this all happens in like two minutes time yeah they go oh fuck here's some plot for you guys sorry we kind (laughs) of wasted your time with you know an hour and 20 minutes of movie (laughs) winslow ends up seeing some more camera footage of what's all going on and um and he overhears the the plot to kill Phoenix and books it through the building to stop the assassin or would be assassin from shooting, uh, Phoenix.
0: Yeah, because the cameraman is filming the assassin as he's getting the gun ready. Yes, which this is supposed to be on TV, by the way, folks. Um, yes, <laughs>
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. While that's going on, of course, uh, you know, the big production is happening of uh, Phoenix taking the stage. And while she's taking the stage, Swan is coming up out of the ground and he's wearing a phantom mask uh, for whatever reason. Wow. Wow. Oh well, okay. So they,
0: they said that he was going to be wearing a mask for some reason yeah. during this performance, but it works into this part of the movie. Yes, because we did not say that Winslow was going on a rampage again. Oh yeah, and yeah. burned stuff in the yeah. record yeah, he, room. Yeah, and... he set
1: he set all of uh, Swan's videos on fire, including uh-huh. his contract video, including which is his picture,
0: his picture. Yeah,
1: because yeah. it's uh, yeah. So um, so. Winslow ends up grabbing the gun just as uh the killer is going to kill Phoenix um shooting instead the priest in the head <laughs>
0: I did forget that the priest also had a contract video yes. at the end. Yes.
1: <laughs> I forgot
0: about that part. It's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's too much to
1: keep up with. And um, so, and, and this is just flat out chaos. This whole section is. It, I don't think it's a good payoff. Cause, no. Because it's just like. We went on this kind of humdrum journey to then this nonsense scene.
0: Yeah, and so Phoenix kind of runs off because she's scared of Winslow. Yeah. Winslow gets the mask off of Swan. Swan's all burned up. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah,
1: like then Swan was going to kill Phoenix himself, but then Winslow ends up uh, killing uh, Swan, which then his chest wound from earlier opens up. He starts bleeding everywhere. Uh Phoenix. Okay, so then... Good God, um, Winslow is just like his mask comes off. He's crawling across the floor, like going, Ugh! and the crowd is just eating it up. There's mm-hmm. this one like guy that's like crawling alongside Winslow, yeah, like m- mocking him, and and then finally Phoenix runs over and just like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. what (laughs) yeah it's 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 nonsense and that's the end of the movie because then we just end up having um a montage of the we watched the whole film again yeah because it plays the end song and then it's the entire movie with with them showing the cast but Mm -hmm. it's just like what happened yeah i mean he dies yeah I'm not, I don't really, in
0: all that chaos, like, I'm not really sure how. I guess because, yeah, Swan dies. Never mind. I sounded silly there. He died because Swan died. He
1: dies, but yeah. Yeah, the contract ended with Swan. Yeah. (laughs) But it's just like, oh, that was a lot. Like, the rest of the movie is very, like... Not a whole lot's going yeah, on. Yeah, slow
0: pace compared slow pace. to this, where they're like, "Oh crap, we have a time limit." I guess. Yeah, it's like or oh, something. Too, yeah, that... we're too busy
1: dicking around with like the juicy fruits.
0: Yeah, and then we didn't even get to have like full songs.
1: No. Oh, yeah. See, and that's the. <laughs> Okay, all
0: right. I do love this movie. I'm all just going to go ahead and say that. I do love this film. I love the music from it. I love the character design of the phantom. Um, but it does have a lot of problems and I, and I think that's probably why it's not as popular of a film. As yeah. it probably should
1: have been. It's incredibly sloppy. It is, I think, a waste of a lot of talent. I think that, you know, I mean, because Paul Williams, again, legend, Jessica Harper, legend. Mm-hmm. All the other cast members have phenomenal voices that are wasted on nonsense songs. And it's almost as if uh, they're like, hey, Paul Williams, we're going to make a movie that's basically it's basically Faust slash picture Dorian Gray, uh, Gray slash family opera. Can you kind of make some songs that might fit into that? Sure. What kind of movie is it going to be? Oh, I don't know. Just write some songs.
0: <laughs> and
1: then he does. And half of them are nonsense. And then the other half is like actually pertain to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And none of them are as character. Yeah. Like, all of them are just... It's just a bunch of singles. It, it's its like... Um, well, it's like in the last episode when I was complaining about musicals that where people are just singing random songs... Mm-hmm. this is that. Yeah. Like, but, but a little bit worse in a way because the fact that at least in those musicals, the songs are supposed to fit the characters. Mm-hmm. These have, like any asshole could be singing it.
0: Yeah. Now I did say when we were watching it and it was um, the performance with them taking the body parts from the fans. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get it. This is a musical about them producing a horror musical. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Which would have been better if it was, <laughs> if that was clear. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's the thing is, um, a lot of it's just so incredibly muddy. I also. Though, because it's sounding an awful lot, like I hate the movie, yeah, yeah, it I, does. <laughs> I don't hate this movie. I enjoy it. I think there's a lot of really interesting shots. I think that when you finally understand what's supposed to be funny and what's not, it it there's some clever stuff there. Mm-hmm. And again, the soundtrack is phenomenal. yeah, it's just it's just a shame that it was wasted on
0: <laughs>
1: on a lot of kind of bullshit.
0: I honestly think because I mean, it, it feels like a long movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does.
0: But it's not...
1: Yeah, it's, it's an hour it, and a half.
0: Yeah, it is. it feels like it's much longer than that. Yeah. But I do think it should have been longer.
1: I think and it should have been, absolutely. That yeah.
0: might have, you know rectified a lot of the problems
1: it feels like there was supposed to be three acts and they cut it down to one and a half and yep. and and that's mm-hmm. the thing is like when um winslow's on the roof and stabs himself we're at the hour mark there's still another 30 minutes left yeah and it's kind of bullshit for for a good chunk of that 30 minutes and then a ton of shit happens in five. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. We've seen this a thousand times in, in other movies that we've reviewed on the show where you have a movie that just kind of lollygags. And then when we get then, to the
0: end, it's like, where did oh, the speed come from? Yeah, What's wait, going on. on?
1: Like, yeah, it's, it's just a lot happens.
0: Maybe we could have cut out uh, some of this heavy storytelling in these parts yeah. to focus more on these parts that were more relevant yeah. to
1: because because that's the thing is like do you sacrifice the beautiful shots do you sacrifice the long you know like musical number that's you know in the middle of it where it's just it's winslow finishing his music and so it's just this long shot of him playing piano Mm -hmm. you know in that studio yeah like do you get rid of that so then you can have a little bit more film like a little bit more story then like yeah and that's that's the part of it is like i don't know what i would do necessarily to to
0: Fix it i i do think maybe the going back and forth in those couple of scenes mm-hmm. before they bricked him up yeah because they show they show him going to get music and then they show him to get music again and he's going brick him up after yeah. this next time and then it's the yeah like maybe we could have made that
1: one well i think scene. Uh, i think you know again if the movie was longer like i don't like the fact that winslow was bricked up and immediately escaped
0: yeah right because um, we spent so much time focusing on that he's fixing to get. Yeah,
1: so this this should be like another tragedy that happens to him, and then, nope. yeah. So there is a yeah,
0: like maybe it could have been he was bricked up, mm-hmm. and something awful is happening to Phoenix. Yeah, and that's what ultimately gets him to break out
1: of the bricks because yeah, he be hears her like screaming
0: or yeah. whatever.
1: Um, yeah. There's just a lot of facets to it like i think like if he would have discovered the contract like the nature of the contract mm-hmm. while he was captured mm-hmm. and that's what got him to escape like that would have been more i think that's just if it was just a little bit different order yeah there's some tweaks yeah um now there is a novelization of this um, oh which is slightly different it was um, based off of an earlier version of the screenplay and so the story is just ever so slightly different. And if I remember correctly, there is less of a supernatural element in the novelization. Hmm. Which, I mean, there's realistically, there's hardly any supernatural until right there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it's pretty straightforward. But uh, I don't know, folks. I recommend checking it out if you get a chance. Um, at least the soundtrack. Yeah, definitely the soundtrack. Um, it is not... At the time of this uh, recording, it is not readily available for streaming unless you want to buy it or rent it um, we of course bought it um <laughs> it makes its rounds it was i mean literally like up till a couple of weeks ago at the time of this recording it was available on shutter and tubi and all those and so mm-hmm. just kind of keep your eyes peeled uh for it but i mean you know it's it's like four bucks to rent $10 to buy. Yeah. And I mean, you could spend $10 on worse things. <laughs> That's um, so true. God knows we have. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so definitely give it, give it a shot, folks. I think it's worth your time. Mm-hmm. Um, that brings us to the end. Of this episode of Podcast Magoria, our next episode All right, folks, we're coming down to the end of it. We've been sitting on musicals for a little while, but we got one more for you. And we have our first ever Podcast Magoria exclusive.
0: Exclusive?
1: Exclusive. We have a (laughs) exclusive, folks. Um, We actually, uh, in the last episode, we had mentioned that there was a local... um, uh, production of a of a uh horror musical eldritch usa uh, we were bummed that we missed out on the, on the uh, premiere and stuff uh, i reached out to them they were very kind to give us an opportunity to see the movie so we can talk about it on the show Woo. and that is going to be our next episode that's right folks we are sneaking in And getting to watch something that's not widely released yet. Um, A a already award-winning independent uh, musical, Eldritch USA. Join us next time as we uh, dig into something hot off the presses. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, if you've got music that you must release to the world... A beautiful song for a beautiful girl. Beware of men with sneaky contracts. Read all the pages, folks, and be sure you have your lawyer handy to read the legalese. (laughs) And most importantly, you must stay spooky. Brains. Brains.
0: Brains. Brains.
1: Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westphail, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky.